Hi, you guys. I know it has been months. It's been a lot going on. Um, this episode is going to be a little non-traditional compared to my other episodes because I have literally not had or I haven't made um, the time to record. So we're going to talk about what I've been up to, what's been going on, and how things have been going with me. Um, and then I'm going to talk a little bit about what um, what I've learned. So uh, the last episode I recorded, I believe, was back in September of last year, uh, October, November, December. January, um, I was finishing my divorce. Um, my divorce was finalized in November, so it was a good, a good thing, um, progressing and moving forward. Uh, definitely think it was something I needed, a chapter that I needed to close. Um, and so yeah, for that, I am truly grateful things have been moving along in my life um big time on a spiritual tip and so i wanted to kind of touch on everything that's been going on so if you're here and you're listening this is just me uh about to go on a bit of a tangent or maybe a rant or maybe just a little bit of something that might help somebody else but I just had it in my heart of hearts to sit down and do this. And we're going to be more consistent after this because uh, one of my promises to myself, and this is not at all a New Year's goal, but it was just a promise, was to be more consistent with everything, more disciplined with everything. Um, but let, let's talk about it. Uh, first thing I want to touch on was how learning – to go from being um, an immature, I guess you would say, mother of one to a divorced um, mother of two um, and understanding the cycles that brought me to this point uh, really is underestimated. Um, If you look at it from a growth perspective, and what I've learned in the past, what has it been? You guys count September, October, November, December, January. This is now February, the past six months. So we're looking at a good almost a year, uh, six months shy of a year, actually. So half, 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 a half a dose. Um, you know, it was points during the last couple months not couple the last six months that I didn't think that I would um, get to this point. And a lot has been going on. I've been uh, working at my my day job, my day job. I work um, in human resources and I've been working at my day job um, a lot. Um, I had to pick up more of a workload, a workload uh, since December at my job. And I've just been trying to balance uh, finding myself and, you know, in the midst of raising two 
children as a single mother again, but this time as a divorced mom. Um, September to December was really rough. Um, a lot of internal tears were shed because you guys will be vulnerable for a minute. It's actually really hard for me to cry lately these days. And I'm working on that. Um, I've been so busy that I've totally neglected uh, my therapist. Um, actually had one of my therapists tell me off a bit about if I'm not going to make time, then why am I there? Um, so needless to say, we're going to be looking for a new therapist, but also she has a point. <laughs> and one of the things that I've learned in the past six months is um, how to take constructive criticism from friends, from family, in terms of things that I am not being accountable for. Um, you know, it is one thing to be disciplined, but it is another thing to be consistent and to maintain that discipline in whatever you're doing. Um, I have flip-flopped this past 2022 going forward to right now with um, how and what my self-care looks like as well. Um, it's been really tough trying to balance being um, this new person that I am, that I feel like I am, um, versus you know, what I had this in my, I will say my late 20s to uh, just busted on the scene into 30 of what I thought I looked like. I thought I was like this emotionally vulnerable creature. Um, and turns out that I am actually very assertive. I am actually very adamant about what I want is just I have been around the wrong people and the people that didn't want to um, listen to me. They didn't want to hear what my needs were or how I needed things to be met. Um, and so I kind of, you know, in, in these structures and these relationships that I've had, not just intimate ones where I was romantically involved with people, but these structures or relationships where I put myself in the back seat um, and I put this other these other people, you know, in the front, in the forefront of my life to include um, a couple of exes and, and things like that. It is hard to look at yourself in the mirror when you realize that you have the, been the one holding yourself back from your successes and where you're going to be moving forward. Um, because you've kind of put yourself there. Um, I'm big on taking accountability for my actions. Um, I'm really big at looking at myself in the mirror in terms of what is really going on and how things are going. Um, and one thing I love to say is that we can only go as fast as we can go. I very much like the comparison of the tortoise and the hare. I always say I'm the tortoise um, because the hare just is doing too much for me. He, he or she, I don't know if it's he or she, but they need to sit their little butt down. Um, yeah, I'm a, tor I'm a tortoise. I'm very much a tortoise. 
and I plan on being just as old as a tortoise when I when I leave this physical realm, um, and my legacy is built, and my my empire, my legacy is built with uh, whatever lucky lucky partner uh, I'm blessed to have, and I'm fortunate enough to have uh, one day. But right now, yeah. So let's let's talk. Um, when I left you guys, um, I believe we were having discussions um, in terms of, you know, some growing, um, you know, and I will be a bit more frank than I usually am because this is just me talking. There's not going to be anything other than this talking um, and me kind of rambling a little bit. So if you don't like rambling and you don't want to listen to me kind of talk about things that's going on and what's going on in my life right now, yeah. But um, the last time we were here, I talked about the fear of expectations. And I think now as I meander through and sort through all these thoughts that I've been having, I want to talk about... um, just fear in itself. Um, A lot of times, you know, we can have fear of certain things and fear of what we need, but what we don't really get and what we don't talk about is fear in itself. Uh, Fear has controlled my life more oftentimes than not um, because you guys look, I I grew up pretty rough. Um, I grew up I am the child of a recovering, a very proud recovering uh, alcoholic and addict. Um, And that's all I'm gonna say about my beautiful, beautiful mother. Um, But it was rough uh, being a child of an alcoholic and an addict. You grow up and you absolutely have no coping uh, mechanisms for your trauma. Um, I've experienced some small, small bouts in therapy as a child. Um, but when you grow up as the oldest child in the house, I have an older sister, but she was, um, already grown and out of the house pretty much when I was taking the reins of being the oldest child. Um, you know, when you grow up as a child of a, of an addict and alcoholic, you are pretty much afraid of everything. Um, you're afraid that, um, and not because my mother was um, actively using all of the time. Um, my mother did, you know, have some bouts of uh, struggling with with her. Um, addictions and the demons, and I wouldn't even say demons because I would really just say the 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 shadow, her shadow self. Um, she struggled with that, um, and I was absolutely uh, a byproduct of her struggles. Um, the way my mom told the story was that she didn't even know she was pregnant with me, um, and I was born. Uh, two pounds, five ounces, uh, March 11th, 1990. 
um, in Hillsborough County General Hospital in Tampa, Florida. Um, you know, I was addicted to, uh, I was positive, positively addicted to drugs when I was born. Um, and doctors told my mother to say her goodbyes. Uh, so when you start out life like that, you kind of have a different approach. Uh, when you know that you started life out like that and you go through those ups and downs um, with someone who struggled to just live day to day themselves. <sighs> My mother wasn't a perfect woman, but she was the perfect woman to raise me. Um, it took me a lot of years of forgiveness and fighting with that forgiveness, especially uh, after her death uh, in 2012, when I came home from Afghanistan uh, and she died when we had literally just started to mend our relationship and started to get along. Um, you know, it was like my mother was like my friend, but she used to tell me all the time, I'm not one of your little friends. Um, yeah, y'all gotta, excuse me, I'm gonna get a little emotional. Losing her after coming home from an experience like that, um, it, it numbed me. Um, it pushed a lot of things that I needed to deal with for myself personally to the back burner because I had to be strong for other people in my family who I won't mention because they've asked not to be mentioned here, but um, I had to put a lot of my personal goals and aspirations to the wayside. And um, I was afraid I was afraid of uh, not being stable, of not uh, having stability is like a big a big fear that I have or, or that I've, I'm working through. I wouldn't say that I have, but I'm working through um, not being stable financially. Uh, basically, when you grow up uh, on uh, food stamps and you grow up with, you know, not much. Um, I remember being a kid and we didn't have food sometimes. Um, and my mom, you know, like we never knew we didn't have food, like ever, like, but she will always make, like, make stuff happen. Um, she makes something out of nothing. She was, she was good at that. She would pull hope from the sky. I, I would, I could probably say that now, but yeah, it, um, it inherently put um, some fears deep down in, in my chest and in my gut as an adult um, that even now I've, I've had to like push myself to break habits. Like I have a that the habit that I used to have a fear of like, I wouldn't wear my nice, my nice clothes or I wouldn't wear my nice things because I felt like if I mess it up, I'm not going to be able to afford to get new ones. And I'm a full grown adult and I work really hard. And it took me a long time to understand that these were fears that were ingrained in me 
due to the experiences that I had as a child um, that I make sure that my cabinets and my refrigerators are stocked with food because I want to be able to have the things that I want to eat because when I was a kid, we couldn't always get the stuff that I, that I wanted to eat. We had like big pots of spaghetti or big pots of beans or whatever my mom could make for the week that would stretch for uh, me and my multiple siblings. Uh, so that's a fear. That That's a fear that I had to work through, um, that I'm still working through these things. And as an adult, understanding how those those fears really have affected me. And um, probably the hardest, hardest fear of all, the, the biggest fear of them all is um, two, two things I would say um, at this moment that I've kind of found is that uh, embracing who I really am and not being afraid to let people see that, to let people see who I really am. Um, from 18 to, I wanna say hell, 30, about 30, 30 years old, um, I was afraid of what people would think of me, of, how I desired things in a sexual way, um, how my sexuality was expressed, how I was bisexual first, and then how I realized that I was fluid, and then realizing that traditional relationship structures might not work for me. They might not be the best ideal for me, that polyamory in some form is more my speed and more I get to be open and honest about who I am. And also, um, this also ties into like work. Um, when I was a kid, you know, you were, children were seen and not heard. Um, you know, I grew up in a predominantly African-American household. Um, those of you that don't know, I'm um, African-American. Uh, my father's family who I didn't really know and I just found them a few years ago, um, they're Cuban. And my mom's dad is Czech and German. So um, it's crazy, but I definitely, um, I definitely didn't know who I was or how that looked or what that looked like or how that even worked um, until recently kind of just finding myself in all of that craziness, um, you know, I, for those of you who have never seen, uh, if you follow me on TikTok or um, IG, uh, if you've seen me, you know, I, I appear one way, but I totally sound completely different, I think, sometimes. Um, but learning how to speak up, learning how to use my voice when you come from an environment like that, um, you know, if you catch the drift of spare the rod, spare the rod and spoil the child. Um, because you guys, I definitely grew up in Church of God in Christ uh, for the first 11 years of my life. And, um, you know, it's just some things, while I, made a, I might have lost religion and found God, it's just certain things that you don't forget. Um, you know, 
morals and morals and structures that were put in place. But I say all that to say, um, I just had an inherent fear of, you know, being myself, um, of accepting myself for who I was. I think I'm still finding who I am, but I think the most beautiful thing that I could do in all of this is realize when I'm falling back into those those fears, like that fear mindset of I'm getting out of the fact that I create my reality and other people don't create that for me. People, places, persons, and things, no job creates that reality for me. No person creates that reality for me, you know, and um, yeah, it it's really eye-catching to, you know, realize it's, it's eye-catching to realize your fears, but it's the, the scariest thing that you'll do is to sit down with your shadow self. And um, I, I like to compare it to, um, it's a movie. Um, I can't remember the movie, but, oh, it's the um, the movie with um, the girl that's possessed by the, um, the dark, the dark spirit, the archaeologist. She's possessed by the dark spirit, but when she twists her hand, a girl, the dark spirit just comes up and takes over her body. And so I think when we deal with our, what I like to call shadow self, um, we have to come to an understanding with that energy. Um, we have to face that energy. And it's not just something that you do once. It's a continuous cycle of facing the fears and going back and forth in this journey of how bad do I want to move forward in my life? For me, it's about growing. And a big part of me and all of the things that I've ever done in my life is about growing beyond where I am at this point. Um, being a mom, I think that's super important. Being a woman, being a black woman, um, that's super important. Um, being a Cuban woman, that's important. Um, being Veronica, because my name is Veronica. So being Veronica, being V, I go by V, that's important. Um, because it tells me that no matter what I face, no matter the adversities, no matter the challenges, no matter the upsets, no matter the what most people in society, because societal expectations would consider these things failures, I have lived another day, another second, another minute to seek out the next thing that's going to put my foot forward or that's going to put my hand forward if I have to get down enough to crawl to get back to where I need to be. And I think the most beautiful thing that you can do while you face these fears, while you face these shadows, is to continue to crawl if you need to. Continue to pull yourself from where you started. And if you got to keep, I've fallen down so many times that it is muscle memory for me to stand instead of crawling. But if you need to crawl, understanding that that's okay. If you need to slowly hold on to someone else that is supportive and loving of you and your energy, 
that's okay too, as long as you're not using and abusing that energy. The most beautiful thing, I think, while I've learned to work through my fears and while I'm still, because I said it's constant, it's just something you cycle through in life. While I'm still learning to work through those fears is that I can get up and still, as long as spirit and my reverend ancestors give me the strength and the courage to get up to and breathe the next day, I can get up and face these things. There is nothing that I I am not a I am not afraid of the new fear that will be in front of me because fear is something that I face and it's something I will continuously face for the rest of my life. So we can't be afraid or ashamed or feel guilty about facing those things and those challenges because all fear is is something that we give power to. And when we give power to what we give power to, things that don't serve us anymore. So we have to move past those things. Um, It's really eye-opening when you realize that your success in life is not predetermined by someone else, but it's predetermined by you. It's predetermined by how badly you want to see where you're going, how badly you want to know the next phase of your life. You cannot allow fear to manipulate you into thinking that you are not worthy because you're worthy of everything beautiful in your life. Everything that is coming for you, the breaths, the homes, the children, the abundance, the understanding, the grace for people that don't necessarily know you. It's not your job to teach people about you. It's your job to genuinely be with those that love you. And I want to leave everybody with that. I love you guys. And this is uh, Nina Raised Me.